Podcast. Dinosaurs connected. Initiating broadcast signal in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nurgle Order, this is the Nurgle Order broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, it's all about the... Booyah! What's up? It's your boy Joe, baby. And to my other, other right, coming in at 178 field pounds, Alfonso X-Man Flores. Warriors, come out and play, yay! Well, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, we do need you to come out and play and discuss with us our favorite movies of the 70s, 80s, and 90s that we would want to reboot or remake. Uh, this is going to be a discussion about our favorite movies that we'd like to see as a reboot. Uh, so I'm really excited about this. As you guys all know, I'm a movie guy, I used to work at the movie theater, worked at the video store. Uh, some of you remember or even know what video stores are. They don't really exist anymore. So, yeah, we're going to jump into it. And in case you haven't noticed, my voice is a little bit off today. But that's okay. <laughs> we're going to do it anyway. So, uh, X-Man, how's it going, man? Not too bad, man. I just got back of a little trip. I was um, I went to Vegas to visit my wife's best friend. But I didn't get to do Vegas like people do Vegas. I was just hanging out. And then on the way back, we stopped in Arizona to see my mom and my brother and sister. We drove all the way home. But I found the coolest thing ever when I was out in Vegas. You know, whenever I'm whenever I'm somewhere, I like to stop by a local comic book shop. And I walk in. Hey, look at this. Lockheed the Dragon. Bam, 1999. I got it at Fandom Verse Comics in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, my gosh. It was a, good, it was a cool place. But more importantly, got me a Lockheed, finally. Is that something that was produced for some reason and, and, and you know it was out there? Or is it like a one-off some, someone made? I had no clue it was out there at all. Um, you know, as you guys know, Lockheed is Kitty Pride's dragon, her pet dragon. Sometimes Lockheed would hang out with Ileana. It's just a baby dragon, you know, can spit a little bit of fire growing up. But um, yeah, I had no clue it was even out there. And I walked in, he had, I like walk in, I'm like, Lockheed. And the guy's like, Lockheed, you didn't even notice Cthulhu sitting right there? I go, yeah, I did. But Lockheed, you know, you don't understand. <laughs> so yeah. Now, um, did Lockheed ever grow up, or is he just like a dwarf dragon at this point? He's like a dwarf dragon at this point. Um, there was, I think, like a kitty's fairy tale story where uh he was like a full grown dragon, but other than that, little baby dragon. A little bigger now, it's about the size of a small dog. Okay. Uh, speaking of dogs and chickens, which would be Lockheed put together, uh, that was that was part of your Vegas adventure, right? Dogs and chickens. Yeah, um, my sister, my brother, and my mom—they all have dogs, right? And my sister, for some reason, she became a crazy chicken lady. You know, she's going to save all this money on eggs, so she has all these chickens. And I, I had my uh, <laughs> my SLR camera out, and I was, you know, I wanted to work with it a little bit, so I took pictures of chickens. And I took pictures of dogs. And more importantly, uh, when we were out in Vegas, there's a place called Red Rock. We went hiking around, took some pictures there. Man, beautiful rocks out there. Uh, yeah, but we didn't get too far because then I had to come right back up. And it's like, my side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been to Red Rock. It's like pretty cool. Did you look at the, uh, wait, they have a, not an amphitheater, but whatever you'd call it. They have like a theater out there. Did you see it? No, I think that was at one of the rest stops. We we kind of did the drive-by tour and we stopped at a couple different places. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of got rushed out of there because you know my family, my friends, everybody's like, "Come on, isn't that enough pictures?" I go, "You don't understand. You got to take a thousand pictures to get three good ones." <laughs> they were over it. You know that's how it was like back in the 1980s before we had like digital cameras on our phone and you'd have to take five pictures and you'd take them to get developed and only three of them came out and the other two were like your thumb <laughs> well back then it was a surprise man it's like oh yeah. man what am i gonna get i can't wait but yeah. now it's like you know i take a picture i'm like 
I can make that look a little better. I'm going to zoom in and zoom out. I'm going to get a little bit different angle here. I'm going to follow the lines. And there's just, there's a lot to it. You got to have that artistic eye. Got it. See, I have no artistic ability at all. So that's the difference. I just take the picture and I'm like, ah, I look angry. And I just keep going, you know, so that's the difference. You know, with a sexy ass voice like that, bro, you really don't need no nothing else other right. than to say something. You know, if you just said like this, Alf, I need you to retake that picture, buddy. You're like, <laughs> with mesmerized eyes, he'd been like, okay, I got you. <laughs> My voice is temporarily sexy, I guess. So. You better start smoking some cigars or drinking whiskey so you can keep that because, man, our ratings are going to go way up. <laughs> Dude, why is that whenever you get sick, you get that voice? Because I know, you know, I don't want to get sick by all means. But whenever you do get sick, you lose your voice. And when you get your voice back, it sounds more deeper. Uh, dude, I have no idea because, like, I don't have any sort of sneezing or congestion or anything like that. I just cough, like, once every 30 minutes. Like, just, ah, that's it. Every 30 minutes. That's all I got. And I got this voice, so I don't know. Bro, you remember that one time? What con we were at? Was it WonderCon? And you couldn't stop coughing. <laughs> and everybody kept looking at And you, I think we were the only one wearing masks anyways. Yeah, but yeah, we were. You, you were kept coughing, dude. And you're like, hey, bro, we got to get out of here. <laughs> because, you know, when, you, when you're, you're sitting in there and you're wearing a mask, your throat would get hella dry, dude. Yeah. You know, and if you don't have no water, you're just sitting there like, hack, hack. Yeah. And, and I would try to like, I tried to hold it in, but then that would only make it worse. And then I couldn't stop coughing. Everybody was looking at me. He's like, why is he wearing a mask? Yeah. Is that why he's wearing a mask? <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so Joe, uh, anything exciting going on this weekend? Nah, just, um, I'm on vacation this week. So I was just mad relaxing, not doing nothing. Binge watching some um, some stuff that I'm behind on. Like I started watching some new shows. I think I I, I sent it to you, Alan. Like Ninja Kamu. Yes, Ninja Kamu. That one's hey, dope. You should watch it. That, that one's yeah. good, dude. Like the anime is, that, is clean. Is that on Netflix? It, no, no, it's Max. on um, Max. I don't swim wherever. I guess on Max, cable yeah. and then um, Max. They only have two it. episodes. I think I watched a trailer for that today. I'm gonna have to check that out, dude. It's like, really good. Yeah, the, when Joe says the animation is clean, there's no other way to describe it, dude. It's just yeah. it's so crisp, and the fighting is just mm -hmm. so crisp. You're just like, dang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I like, um, even though it's good, what I like better than that one, even that one's really good, is solo leveling on Crunchyroll. That one's like super hot. Everyone's talking about that. Really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I downloaded the free version of Crunchyroll, which <laughs> basically it lets you watch like, of course, I'm watching like the original Dragon Ball, lets you watch mm -hmm. like three episodes. And it's like, now you must pay. I'm like, well, it's not really free. You know, when did they do that. I don't know, dude, mm. ever since I downloaded it. So I haven't, you know, right now, I don't feel like spending like, what is it? Ten dollars. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 It's worth it. If you watch a lot of anime like I do, it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, totally for you. But for me, it's like, you know, I'm watching goofy movies and stuff. You don't want to watch anything. No, the goofy so. movie is on Disney. Mm -hmm. And I actually <laughs> have that. Yeah. It's you funny that movie. that's something we watched like last week was a goofy movie. So I like that movie. I got <laughs> like, a um, what is it? Is it on SoundCloud? I think it's no, not SoundCloud. It's on Spotify. Spotify. Which what it's one of those two. But yeah. um there's it's like a mix where he takes snippet from the movies and it's like the old 90s song mm -hmm. songs that came out and he has the voiceover with them talking and then it remixed into a song. It's pretty sick, dude. It's like oh, wow. a, maybe an hour, I think, of just yeah. his mix, but he's done it, he does it the goofy way. It's pretty sick, dude. Oh, that's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. Let so, me know what that so, is. I wanna that's yeah, I'll try really to send it to you. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you like the I don't know if you like the music, but <laughs> it's like in the '90s R&B and and oh. some rap, but it has Goofy in the background, like in his son just talking. It's pretty cool. Nice. Okay, I'll check it out. You know, I, I may find something I like. Maybe does it have Powerline in it? Like, no. is he remix Powerline too? No. Oh. <laughs> hey, did you guys watch Blue Eyed Samurai? 
As a matter of fact, I did. Yes, yeah, I did. That, that was fun yeah. stuff, man. Yeah, I feel I feel like um, Camus and Blue Eyed Samurai at some point. Uh, we need to get Dino Mac on and have another discussion on anime because. Oh, oh dude, he was um, he. <laughs> So he went to go watch Madame Web, right? He goes, "Hey, what do you know about Madame Web?" I'm all, I heard it sucked, dude. He's all, but go, go, you go watch it, right? And doesn't doesn't respond whether it's good or bad, right? And this is before you said, "Hey, yo, that movie sucks." And um, right. he, uh, I called him up and I said, "Hey, so how do you think a movie?" He's like, "Dude, that movie sucked, dude." He so it sucked <laughs> so bad. He goes, "If you're gonna do a podcast, I need to come on that and talk about that movie because that movie just sucks." <laughs> like, dang. Yeah. Right. You guys need to catch up then and and watch the movie. I understand yeah. it's it's not cinematic quality, but sometimes you just got to watch stuff so that you can goof on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I plan on watching it just because I'm like, it can't be that bad. I know it is, but it can't be. I'm I'm going to give it a try. Hmm. Dude, there was there were so many times in that movie where I was just like, why are they? And then like, you know, this would happen. I was like, but why? And then something else would happen. It's just it's just (laughs) crazy, bro. I'll just say this. okay? this was the thing that bugged me the most out of the whole movie. She was given a dude CPR, right? Because she is she's an EMT. Hmm. And then. She just finishes and she taps him on the shoulder and goes, you're okay now. And, and he just like rolled up and walked away. I was like, mm. if you were just dead, bro, like that's not, that's not how it works. <laughs> I do But there was, there was like, Hey, but they had hot chicks in there. It reminds me of like maybe early eighties, mid eighties where they would have hot chicks, but the movie was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it takes place in 2003. So, mm-hmm. hey, there you go. But mm-hmm. I will say this, bro. Here's the problem with those movies, right? The actresses are adults. They're between the ages of 22 and 26 because I randomly stumbled onto that. But they're playing teenagers, mm-hmm. right? So you can say these women are attractive, but in the setting you're looking at them, they're like 16. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, know, and you know, like, kind of people look younger nowadays, but it ain't no younger 21 jumpsuit type, you know, when the TV yeah. show came out. <laughs> yeah, bro. Where they were like 25, 26, playing like 21 <laughs> year olds or 18 or something like they went back to high school. I guess they were like 21. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. Because what I noticed is like every girl in that movie had like, like a six pack. And I'm like, hey, maybe. You know, maybe back in 2003, all the girls had six packs, but I don't think so. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, like your son, how old's your son? 22 and 24 now. Right. So it's like, cause your son's buff, bro. But yeah, was he, was he buff in high school like that? He got buff right after his first breakup. <laughs> oh, okay. You heard of me, dude? <laughs> I mean, my man's my man's got the tiger. bought a brand new car, got a job. <laughs> I'm like, man. Man. I should I should like reach out to his ex and say thank you. Yeah. I'm like, my son needs a girlfriend so he can break up and then oh dude. Doing stuff. Puts him yeah. in a dark time. We either rise up or you don't, you know. That's right, bro. That's right. So you guys ready to uh, jump into these classic movies that we would like to reboot or redo? Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll kick it off. Uh, 1972 gave us the movie of an African prince who traveled to Transylvania to have a conversation with Dracula and get his help in stopping the slave trade. I don't know. Dracula was a hater. And so he said, uh, no, I'm not going to help you stop the slave trade, but I am going to curse you to be a vampire for the rest of your life. Thus, Blackula was born. And the thing I like about Blackula is twofold. Number one, it's it's like it the first Blackula, because there's two Blackulas. There's Blackula and then Scream, Blackula, Scream. The first one was played very seriously, and that's where I'd like to start the reboot, uh, because he was a black Dracula, but it wasn't played goofy or for laughs. It was like, Hey, this guy is an African prince. Uh, he was cursed. So he was put in a coffin. 
He wakes up. He's in the NYC because you know that's what happens. Um, which sounds a lot like Vampire in Brooklyn now that I'm saying this out loud, but it's not. It's not Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> so was Vampire Brook uh, from Brooklyn more remix? Do you think? Ah, uh, you know what? Yes. No. Oh, yeah. It absolutely was. Yeah, it was kind of like Eddie Murphy was like, "Hmm, how can I not get sued?" <laughs> it's totally Vampire in Brooklyn because the second Blackula scream, Blackula scream was played for laughs, but the first one was like a very serious movie. So yeah, it's it's cool in a sense it's a horror movie, but there's also some like underlying social commentary uh, because you know. Th- Dracula had an opportunity to use his influence because I guess Dracula had a lot of influence uh, in the, in the slave trade. So he could have been like, Hey, stop trading those slaves, but he didn't, he was a hater. So I just think it's a really cool movie. Uh, It's it's a horror. And also, also Joe and I got to talk to my boy, Rodney Barnes. Joe, you remember I kept falling asleep. So um, you had to tell Rodney Barnes like, Hey, you're funny because my boy was laughing in his sleep when you would be talking. So uh, Rodney Barnes created a comic book, which was uh, a Blackula adaptation, which I've read and it's really cool. And I feel like that would make a great screenplay for the current or the newer version of Blackula. Who would I like to see as Blackula? David Washington, uh, son of Denzel Washington. I feel like that guy has intensity, but he can also hold that I'm a prince sort of intensity. So that would be my pick for number one, 1972's Blackula. But why not Michael Jai White? <laughs> Funny like because, because then we have Blade. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but we already got, um, what's his name for that? Mahershal Ali, right? Oh, it would be. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, let's see. Here's the thing. If, if, but Mahershal Ali is in my opinion just completely miscast for the role because even though he's a great actor and i'm not saying michael jai white is a you know like a great actor by any means he's good for what he does you know uh he does great action movies but blade is just about the action you know and there's no better in my opinion black martial arts actor than michael jai white let the man do his thing you know (laughs) give him acting classes for like two years bring him up to snuff and then let him be blade because there was no more perfect person on the planet to be blade than michael jai white so true so true yeah yeah did either of you ever see blackula i feel like i feel like i caught it on like channel nine you know but never like the whole thing just like come in you know midway through um Channel Nine was in San Diego, but over here it was what K K Cal or K. I don't remember. That that doesn't matter at all. But you know they always had like those those uh, twelve o'clock movies. Like sometimes it was yeah. Kung Fu Theater. Sometimes it was it was you know uh, like horror movies. Sometimes they did mix it up. But I'm pretty sure I've seen a bit of it. But when you when you were talking about how uh, he went to, he went to Dracula for help for the, for the slave trade, I'm like wow, maybe I haven't seen this movie. So uh, I'm gonna chalk it up there with Predator Two. <laughs> yeah joe joe did you uh ever pull the tag off of the black section at the uh, video store and check out blackula everything but that <laughs> i'm not really into like dracula you know um movies yeah. other than blade i yeah. mean i think i watched like because i like Ke- keanu reeves as an actor i mean i remember he was in that movie I was like movie sucks so yeah. like I feel like Dracula movies, it, it could be either really good or really, done really well, or it's really bad. Yeah. Like, there was a recent one that came out, like, wasn't it like Dracula on a boat? So, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good idea. Like, when, you know, when it becomes available to watch it for free, I mean, I'll check that out. But I think as far as like Dracula on the sea, that's kind of like pretty good how they did that because it's something different. Yeah, I, it must be available on some streaming service because I watched it at home like three months ago. Was it good? It was okay. It was See, just okay. there. You are there. You are, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, when it comes to like uh, vampire genre movies, um, outside the box kind of thinking, the one that surprised me the most was um, Thirty Days of Night. You know, because you got those places in Alaska that get no sunshine for 30 days. I'm like, dude, that's the perfect place for a vampire, right? So 
maybe you know if they did they could do something like that but of course that whole last thing's been done but <laughs> i digress you know, I, I feel like a lot hasn't been done, and I feel like uh, Blackula started off with that social commentary, and mm-hmm. so that's something that, like, it's still relevant today that they can work in there, um, and then transition to more of, like, a Candyman-type thing where, oh. you know, you get into this uh, this basic uh, monster, for lack of a better phrase, in a urbanized city that is not Eddie Murphy. Right. So, yeah. With, uh, I forgot Reinfeld was good with Nicolas Cage. Oh, Redford, I yeah. dig that movie. I, I, I dig that movie. That that was yeah. a, that, that one was good, dude. Yeah, I feel like people kind of pooped on that movie. Mm-hmm. I love that movie, dude. It was good. It was so good, and it even had your girl Aquafina in it. You know, <laughs> even though I'll say this, even though it had your girl Aquafina in it, um, it was still good. And she was a yeah. love interest. You don't see that often from her. Which didn't it just didn't click? It didn't add up. Well, dude, she's supposed to be love interest, kind of like for like Shang uh, Shang Chi, Shang Chi. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, like a yeah. friend who? Yeah. 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 I'm just I like, come on, why. dude. Hey, um, so Blackula, did that take place in like New York? Pretty sure. Yeah, East Coast kind. Of, a good twist on it would be as if it if they took place in LA, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because as I, I said in the last episode, I'm tired of everything taking place in new york you know right dude i mean dude this 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 isn't marvel (laughs) (laughs) yeah so alfonso uh what is the first movie you're going to reboot today let's see i'm going to start off with an 80s classic ferris bueller's day off Mm, bueller 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 yeah um i was trying to think of it because like the thing about ferris bueller is like he's kind of like he's a popular kid but he's not like the best looking kid. He's not like, you know, the jock or anything. He's just somebody that everybody likes. So I'm like trying to think who has that kind of charisma. And I looked it up. Sadly, he's only like 15 right now, but maybe in a couple of years, he'd be ready to re- reboot Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But the kid that was in um, the Adam Project with Ryan Reynolds, the one who played Ryan Reynolds, a little bit of sarcasm, but just enough to where he's like, you know, like a lovable loser, you know, uh, mm-hmm. his name is Walker Scobell, Walker Scobell, Scobell. But um, yeah, he's also doing the new Percy Jackson show on, on Disney Plus. So I was thinking, you know, he, he'd ha- he'd fit the bill really well. Um, you got to get a Sloan for him. Sloan, I, w- I would think uh, like Jenna Ortega would do really well for Sloan because she has that kind of sarcastic, you know, um, you know, F the world kind of look uh, for Cameron, his best friend. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think, man, I don't know very many like teenage actors anymore. Uh, so I'm going to just shoot with Finn Wolfhard from uh, <laughs> from Stranger Things. Um, okay. But the, but then also I'm thinking about, let's see, what about the uh, the principal? So you got to have somebody who has a real, well, not punchable, a kickable face. Because remember when she, when, uh, she kicked him in the face? Um, and for uh, him, I'm thinking maybe like oh, Jim Carrey did such a good job with uh, with being the, the bad guy, the jerk in uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. So I'm yeah. like, maybe Jim Carrey, you know, he can pull that off. And last but not least, the sister... Uh, Aubrey Plaza, you know, she has that uh, attitude all the time. So she would be perfect for that. Um, you guys seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, right? I yeah. have. Yeah. I, I feel like you put Jim Carrey in anything. He's going to steal the show. <laughs> so Pretty much. Yeah. And he's cartoonish and he gets bit by the dog. He just throw himself on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, uh, the kid from Adam Project would be an excellent choice. That kid's a great mm-hmm. actor. He I didn't is, realize right? he was in Percy Jackson. I'm going to watch that. I wanted to watch it anyway. Yeah. It's Me okay. Two episodes in. It's okay. It's hella slow. It's okay. But it's okay. Oh. Hella slow. Well, you like know, I felt I like the movies had more action. Oh. Yeah. Well, there's that, I guess. Okay. Yeah, it's good, though, but it's super slow. Like, you would lose interest. I, I know for Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, it's worth checking out, though. I, I enjoyed it, but it's super slow. <laughs> My son loves Percy Jackson, so yeah. I'll try to sit through a couple episodes for him, but not The Witcher. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like, it's it's slow if I'm, I'm looking at stuff on my phone playing Marvel Snap. <laughs> That's cool. You know, I have to say that Ferris Bueller's Day Off is one of those movies that I didn't catch until much later when I worked mm-hmm. at the video store. And for me, I could not relate to Ferris at all. Like his problems were like, you know, not that I was living in the hood or anything like that, but 
I felt like his problems were so self-inflicted middle-class entitlement problems that it was like, (laughs) but how about even if you're taking a day off, you just stay home, bro. You know, how about you stay out of this trouble? How about you go to school? (laughs) But that, so I, I just, I could never really get into Ferris Bueller's day off. You yeah. know, it'd be a cool way to twist this this show is like what you do is you know because you got cell phones nowadays. You put in the day's time. You got cell phones. You got trackers. So you know you're having to use VPNs to hide your signal. It, it would become a little bit more tech involved because it'd almost be like a spy movie. Because nowadays your parents can find you no matter what you're doing. You know, back in the day, it's like, oh yeah, just be home before the lights come on. They didn't care what the heck we were doing, dude. We could have been dead in a ditch for at least eight hours, and they would have known. They would have checked to hour ten, right? Till then, streetlights came on. <laughs> and then they're not looking in for you because they're worried. They're looking to you because they're going to beat you, your butt, you know? Yes, yes, exactly. They weren't worried. They were just like, I've, I've made a rule, and you're not following it. You're about to get right. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think I would, you know, once you put it in that in that light, because you have this kid, first of all, it would give way too many kids, way too many ideas, but they probably <laughs> right. But I just think there's nothing really, that they couldn't have Googled to find yeah, out what to do. Exactly. Exactly. They're like, I'll just chat GPT, you know. <laughs> um, it would be really cool to think like, how would he have that same day with yeah. all the technology that we have now? So that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you've got the whole the story would still hold up where the sister got a car, but he got a computer, right? So he's like, "I'm gonna become a hacker," right? Yeah. That's cool. So, Joe, what movie are you going to hit us with first? Uh, for me, um, Last Action Hero. I think that was one of the movies that I felt had a lot of potential when I when when you first saw the trailer, and it was just a big letdown. Um. I think the problem is, is in the, in this industry, a lot of people do remakes from movies that are already been successful. So I think that contributes to the way it flops and doesn't do well. And I figure something that movies that didn't really do too well, that you could remix it and make it better and you would have more success. And um, my actor for, you know, like instead of Arnold Schwarzenegger, the lead, I don't even remember the names, dude. I just remember the movie because it wasn't that good. That's what I'm saying to my point. It could be a lot better. Um, Nicholas Cage would be the lead because oh. <laughs> Nicholas Cage can do no wrong in my eyes, man. <laughs> he could be in movies. I mean, his endings are kind of bad, dude. Like it leaves you like, so where do we go now? And there's no not there's never any sequels. It just it just ends. <laughs> I, I feel like that's like all of his movies as of late. When he signs a contract, it has to end like this, you know. And then his daughter, I was thinking Sydney Sweeney, because you gotta have like a hot young daughter you know um and i think she would do good well in it. and then um to your point like the kid in um adam 22 like the way he was spot on with ron reynolds man i think he'd be the good kid to go back you know um and make a better movie and and there's four you never seen last act action heroes kid finds a, a a ticket wasn't it like a ticket or something like that i think we found it yeah like a ticket where he went to watch, he was he would go to this old movie theater with um, the owner, and he'd watch movies. And the last section hero was like a Arnold Schwarzenegger played a character that made a lot of movies, and he was like his idol and stuff. And the ticket was enabled him to go inside the movie, so then he was inside the movie. And then the whole whole thing is helping him trying to f- defeat the villain at the same time, go back home. So I think you could do a lot of things with that movie. And you know, in the it's simple. The special effects would be a lot better. Oh yeah, storytelling would be a lot better, and I think those actors would do well in that movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's. I would not have gone with Nicolas Cage, but it's such a perfect casting because he is self aware when he decides to show up to a movie. He's very self aware of what's going on in the movie, and like if it's cheesy, he knows it. You know, if he has to play it completely straight, he knows it. And he would be so good in that role. I thought The Rock. I, you know, I think like <laughs> no, dude, I know I'm a lot tired of The Rock, bro. I'm tired I, of The Rock. I know bro. a lot of people are not into <laughs> The Rock right now. I know that. Um, for me, I look at The Rock like uh, I, I like his confidence even when he's wrong. I got respect. But, 
But here's the thing, though. He's going to turn the movie into about him. I can't do this. I'm not going to do that. Stop doing this. You know, and I'm like, bro, you're you're not Arnold Schwarzenegger, man. I'm sorry. You'll never be Arnold Schwarzenegger. And oh. you'll never be Stallone. I'm sorry. Oh, that's harsh. That's harsh, bro. You're Those a thousand percent right. You're Those a thousand percent right, right, bro, in the sense of he is not the right person for the movie. Mm -hmm. It's just the no. first person that came to mind. Yeah. However... However, saying he'll never be as like a Schwarzenegger or Stallone, that hurts, bro. That hurt me. But I'll yeah, take but that's it. that's facts though. I mean, he'll never he tries too hard. For me, he's like a try hard. Yeah. Okay. You know, he's a guy that that has all the he's like, you know, I, I play Overwatch a lot. So he's the dude that does a lot of damage to a person that has their shield up. Now it looks like he's doing a lot of damages, but he don't got no kills. But you can't say, hey, you suck because he's like, look at my damage. Where to me it's smoke and mirrors. And I think that's the rock. Hey, look at me. I do all this stuff, but you're really not that good, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, like I, I lost a lot of respect for him when I heard about him and Oprah. So for me, like got this stain in my, in my mouth for that guy. Yeah. You're out of the, but you know, like, but whenever like in wrestling, I'm okay with it because you know, that you know he's always been good at wrestling, bro. Nah, you're out of the bloodline, bro. That's all there is to it. <laughs> but you know what? There, here's the thing, though. I don't think he's with the bloodline. I agree. Yep, the L. You know what the L stands for? Loser. You're not as good as Arnold Schwarzenegger or Stallone. That's what that L means. He throws it, lets everybody know. Hey, I'm not like these guys. Hey, hey. You, you know, it's funny when you when you brought it up. My first thought was I was thinking somebody like a wrestler too, but I didn't think The Rock. I actually thought John Cena. Um, mm. That would be you, good, but you know who'd be better than John Cena? And and I was really leaning toward it is Ryan Reynolds. Ryan and I only say Ryan Reynolds is because the chemistry that they had in Adam Twenty Two. Oh, I think yeah. the chemistry would be good in this movie. But that's, yeah. but you know, Nicholas Cage. You need like an older. I oh. think I feel like you need an older star that's been because you know Ryan Reynolds still looks young. Yeah, yeah. My my first yeah. thought was was uh, John Cena, but when you said when you said uh, Nicholas Cage, it's like oh that yeah, yeah. I see that I can definitely see that. Yeah, totally. but I wouldn't be mad at uh, John Cena either, because that's a credit <laughs> yeah. too. You know, just because he won me over. Like it's yeah. kind of crazy because in wrestling, I don't really care too much for John Cena, right. but he kind of won me over in um, Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, Pe well, Peacemaker. No Suicide Squad. Yeah, because yeah, that came out first. That's true. Yeah, it did. And that's so I was like, movie. wow, that's a good movie. He's a, he's good in this. And then when Peacemaker yeah. came out, I was like, wow, I really like this guy now. Yeah, that solidified it. Yeah. What about Batista? Batista would be good, but he's just not, he's not as fun as playful. You know what I mean? Um, he, he can, he's, he's a real strong person and he's really, he can hold the scene and everything. He'd be very action packed, but he's just not as fun as John Cena. That That's one thing like, like Schwarzenegger mm -hmm. had a little bit more fun, you know? Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. I like it. That's an excellent choice. Uh, coming back around, I'm going to throw at all of you a movie that was made in 1984. I feel like it's timely. I feel like the story is a lot more believable today than it was in 1984 due to all the current uh, global warming we have, all the uh, pollution that we have, etc. cetera. Uh, that's going to be the cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. And that's just an awesome movie. A lot of people don't know about Chud. D Chud's a movie I didn't see until I was an adult. And just the name alone and the trailers just scared the crap out of me as a kid. Like, I was like, I'm not going to watch this. It's real. I was convinced like I would stay like a hundred feet away from a manhole cover uh, because I was sure that there were Chud underground just waiting to like drag me down and have me as like a, a, a lunch or part of the buffet. So Looking at Chud, uh, basically Chud was, you have this homeless encampment. And once again, uh, if you live in any major metropolitan city, the homeless population is just out of control. So you have this home, homeless population that's living underground and they start disappearing. And uh, eventually the leader, uh, or let's say the guy who's the lead of the charity that helps out the homeless population starts to say like, Hey, where's stinky Bob? 
And, uh, yeah, I'm going to get canceled for that. But uh, they're like, hey, where's Stinky Bob? And they're like, oh, Stinky Bob disappeared. Don't know where he is, right? And then the next week, they're all, well, where's Whiskey Willie? And nobody can find Whiskey Willie. Double cancel. Um, so, basically, after a period of time, like, everyone starts disappearing. And that's played by, um, I believe it's Judd Riley or Judd Nelson. Judd, Judd, Judd. It's one of the Judds. Um, not Paul Rudd. It's one of the Judds. Not the Ashley Judd. Um, Ashley Judd. No, it's Win- not that. Winona? It's not Winona either. Um, but yeah, so basically they figure out that something's eating all the homeless people. And so then they try to save them. Then the Chuds are like, well, let's take the U out of our name. We're just going to be cannibalistic humanoids, right? And then they attack Overground. And eventually they find out that it's due to like this uh, testing that they're doing, this one uh, pharmaceutical company. It's just so timely. It's it's just a timely movie. Everything applies. There's a million ways right now that the Chuds could occur. Um, for me, the star of the movie is the Chuds. Anyone else is just like background noise right but i think james franco does a great job of of being that guy who's very empathetic and he would be like the guy who's trying to help the homeless people uh yet at the same time he has the ability to play an action role you know getting chased by the chuds and blowing them up or whatever so james franco is definitely who i would choose as the actor in this movie but if you're going to make a good movie a good horror movie uh, that isn't Five Nights at Freddy because that was hot garbage. The only choice is Blumhouse. And so I think Blumhouse creating the movie, giving us that PG-13, yet the Chuds are still you know, eating all the homeless people. I feel like that would be the way to go. Yeah. I did, For the longest time, I remember people being like, Chud, what's that? I'm like, cannibalistic humanoid under, underground dwellers. Like, you don't know. And I, I know I've seen this movie probably quite a bit, but I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through because I was a little bit of a chicken. So I'd watch a little bit and I'd go away and then I'd come back. It's on channel nine, go away and come back. It's on channel five and little by little. But I just remember the cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. I had to remember. Um, yeah. Have, for a long time, had to stay away from manhole covers because that was a real thing to me. <laughs> um i I don't think you can cast james franco only because i'm pretty sure he's been canceled uh like his brother the other franco so um we would have to find somebody else well i got canceled too by naming all the homeless people so it's okay (laughs) i like whiskey pete man i knew a guy like that i was gonna go with shoeless joe but i'm like we can't call him joe that's messed up it's all good man kuma joe Puma Joe, dude, that he's got bank though, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, Joe, were you afraid of the Chud, or were you just like, meh? I've never watched that movie. Yeah, yeah. I know you don't really go for horror movies like that, no. so I would say you're missing out, but you're not missing out because you mm-hmm. wouldn't like it anyway. But it's a cheesy movie, but at the same time you're just left with this feeling like man uh there's there's like mutants living under my feet right now and they're not morlocks mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's pretty scary for its time yeah you think um blumhouse could do something with it no oh yeah absolutely definitely blumhouse could just rock that uh, they'd have good practical effects as well as a mediocre story because that's blumhouse's thing normally their stories are mediocre but they make up for it with like good effects and jump scares yeah i think that could make a really good comeback i mean seriously yeah you're right with blumhouse and just the way they do things it's like you can make the because some of the best scary movies are the ones that like man that could be real based on mm-hmm. true events right right yeah. now in vegas you got that whole underground city of people that are living in these tunnels and who knows what they're doing with all these rains but you know they're like don't get too, too close to the tunnels because you will not come out yeah so, yeah that would be so perfect so alfonso uh what do you got up next my number two from 1983 i had to go check the year just because duke's been saying the year 1983 uh you guys probably had to read it in high school for some reason i didn't but uh you might have had to uh and then they made a really cool movie out of it the outsiders and the outsiders when it came to the theaters uh it gave us the first incarnation of the brat pack and you got all these actors that just everybody in this movie blew up everybody was just like it was good you know 
Uh, I'm not, I don't think Ralph Macchio did this. Be, I think he did this before he did Karate Kid. Yeah, he was much younger. Um, Joe was saying, see Thomas Howe. You had um, Patrick Swayze. You had Tom Cruise. You had uh, Tiger's Blood. What's his name? Um, <laughs> uh, well, anyways, Emilio Estevez and his brother, Charlie Sheen. Um, Matt Dillon. Rob, Matt Dillon, Rob Lowe. There were so many people in this movie. And that would probably be the only way to do it again. And And if they could, like, if they could catch that fire one more time, if they could just bring in a bunch of nobodies and, and then they just all blow up, you know, that's what we need. Why not try out, try out the outsiders again. It's a great story. You Definitely. It's going to be a timely piece. I would, I wouldn't mess with the time frame in this one. Keep it there. And whatever time the greasers and the socias were fighting with chains and knives, but no guns. <laughs> um, and, and then, you know, it's like you, you have this kid who's from the wrong side of the tracks who just, he does something wrong and he's on the run and he ends up saving a, a schoolhouse full, a burning schoolhouse full of kids. And, and all of a sudden he's a hero and, and you know, it's, it's, it's a timeless story. It really is. Uh, I'll, I'll be the Alfonso. Never seen it. <laughs> Apparently it was a book. I never read it. Sorry, guys. Check it out. It's fun. You got switchblade action, chains and, and knives and bats. And they had a rumble. Does anyone have any cool nicknames like switchblade Sam or? Well, there's soda pop. That was Tom Cruise. He was soda pop. Uh, the, there was a redhead girl, Cherry Valens. Um, who else? Let's see. Uh, yeah, they all had cool names. Dallas, Dally. They call him Dally. That was um, Matt Dillon. Um, was he from Dallas or was his real name Dallas? I think his name was Dallas. They just, but they called him Dally. And then Pony okay. Boy, Pony Boy. See, Thomas Hell was Pony Boy, man. I've you heard know? of Pony Boy, but never knew what that was from. Remember, he was from, uh, what was it? Uh, Step Brothers. Remember when she was pinned standing up <laughs> and then she smacked him in the butt? She said, Stay strong, Pony Boy, or something like that. <laughs> Stay strong, Pony Boy. He's from that movie. No, I was that, that Robert Frost poem, Nothing Gold mm-hmm. Can Stay. I actually mm. memorized that at one time. Thank God it's out of my head because I would have probably just said the whole thing. <laughs> but only yeah. for an hour. <laughs> it's it's like we're going down this rabbit hole of movies. Like you're like, oh well, it's from Step Brothers. Yeah. Well, you now you like know what it means. Movie. You ever wonder like why she's why she called him Pony Boy? That's what it's from. I've never seen that. I've never seen. <laughs> well, well, now you know. I'm just saying. Now you know because yeah. you never it never questioned my like watch. why she why she called him Pony Boy. Is this so random? I, I've never seen Step Brothers. Oh, put it on the list. Put it on the dude, list, dude. Some good that's stuff. a good movie. You have to like Will Ferrell though, and then uh, what was the other cat's name? Uh, uh, Charles, C- Nelson Thomas, Riley. Charles Nelson. Charles yeah, Nelson. Thomas Hell. No. No. No, 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 no. Charles. It's Riley. It is Riley. Yeah. Uh, uh, is it O'Reilly? It's something O'Reilly. O'Reilly out of parts. What did you like? Um, Tell the Good Nights. Yes. Okay, then you'll like this. It's the oh, same gosh. type of humor, dude. Same type of humor. It's freaking okay. hilarious. Nice, dude. Very nice. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm surprised you never watched that. You need to watch that movie. It's pretty good. Dude, dude. I I just go through periods where I don't like, I don't watch like, you know, I'm not into comedies. So I'll go through a period where I don't watch any comedies. I know. I'm the guy with no sense of humor. I know. John, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Cool, cool. So, uh, Joe, what do you got for us? Um, my second one is uh, the last Starfighter, and I swear the third one is not going to have the last in it. But <laughs> it seems like, but yeah, that was a great movie. That movie was like, you know, like at the time, like, whew, we're gonna say my age, when you had like Atari <laughs> type, you know, consoles where video games. You know, like I remember I used to go to arcades a lot and play. When my mom used to go bowling with my with my pops. Rest in peace to both of them. Uh, I remember I used to always play arcade games in there. So, like, they gave me a bunch of quarters. I would sit there and play arcades. So, when this movie came out, it was just dope because it was a kid like me that was always in the arcades. And so, he was playing this video game called The Last Starfighter. And when he was playing, he beat the, he ended up beating the game and gets visited by this older dude. Says, hey, you know, you won a prize to go this. I can't remember. I vaguely remember. It's been a long time since I saw. But he gets a prize anyways. Turns out, like... They were just recruiting whoever can with that game to help them against uh, people that were attacking their planet. And it was, I thought the movie was pretty dope. You know, was, nowadays you don't really don't have that many like intergalactic star fighting in space kind of action anymore. I mean, everything's like on ground, 
you know, or if you get into a fight within a spaceship inside a spaceship, but isn't so much like spaceship dog fights out there in space. Yeah. And so I think we could use a, we could use a, another movie like that for me. Like I think, uh, the young kid, um, that's young enough to play is, um, Tom Holland. I think he'd be okay in it. Um, just because he's like the young kid, he, he's, I think he has good range in his acting and the older guy, even though he was white, I want him to be like an old black guy. And I'm thinking Desno Washington. Wow. That's, that's an excellent choice. Like both of those are like really good choices. Mm -hmm. Um, and dude, that's a great choice because I feel like, like when I look at the movies, I'm like, okay, would it make sense to a Gen Z pot, like a Gen Z audience today? Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I feel like with all the handheld games, you know, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, people play their, uh, their, uh, computer games and, mm -hmm. Also, of course, like, you know, next gen games like PS5 and mm -hmm. Xbox, stuff like that, dude, that movie would totally rock right now. Mm -hmm. yeah, with all the such... streaming that people do with games and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be such an excellent choice. And, mm -hmm. you know, just them talking about like, oh, we had this transmission and mm -hmm. it was it was beaming to your planet. And once you beat it, yeah, that would be so sick, dude. It's <laughs> yeah. so believable. You know, yeah. it would be so believable. And that dude that was recruiting him was very motivational. Like when he talked, he'd hype you up. Yeah. And yet, no one better than Denzel Washington to do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He'd have us like trying to go out and fly a space a star fighter by the end of the movie, dude. So, yeah. We need your help against the Kodan Armada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think I at the will... end, his little brother was playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, he ended up taking off again. Remember yeah. when the, he's like, well, what's this button do? Oh, that's the death blossom. Don't touch that. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that button we talked about that said don't touch? Touch it. Touch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I would definitely want to see that. That's that's like a really good choice. So I've got a, one more choice. And uh, this one was one of my favorite movies I never saw. Because I remember watching the trailers for Buckaroo Banzai and just being like, wow, this looks so cool. Like this guy, he's a rock star. He's a scientist. He knows martial arts. He's like, he's traveling dimensions. Dude, I was, I just wanted to see Buckaroo Banzai so, so much. But then it bombed in theaters and literally stayed around like three weeks. And then it was gone. Uh, because in my opinion, Buckaroo Banzai was like way ahead of its time. Mm -hmm. And people just didn't get it, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, looking back, he was like Japanese and American. Uh, he was multicultural in the sense or not, excuse me, not multicultural, multi-skilled in the sense of like he was a brain surgeon. But then at the same time, he was also, um, you know, he was like a rock star. He was a scientist as far as like astrophysics. So all that like, hey. I, I would see that today, but at back at that time, people were just like, that's crazy. People can't do all that. But now people do all that, you know, yeah. like they're just do all that stuff. But see, here's the thing that really gets me right is now we have the Hadron Collider where they're trying to take basically two molecules and smash them together and see what happens and basically open up. Well, in theory, if you watch conspiracy stuff like I do, um, open up like new dimensions and things of that nature. So. Once again, it fits perfectly into Buckaroo Banzai's full name was Buckaroo Banzai Adventures in the Eighth Dimension, where there weren't invaders coming from outer space. They were coming from the dimensions in between each molecule. And to me, that's, dude, that's way over everybody's head. I'm sorry, 1984, when this movie was made, everybody in 1984 looked at that movie and said, like, what's a dimension? They just didn't get it. It was over their heads. But now I feel like because Marvel's introduced like multiverse, like like Buckaroo, do not call it any sort of multiverse. Stick with dimensions. You got to call it a dimension, right? A universe inside the molecule. Do it that way, right? But don't make them small because then people are going to think Ant-Man. Don't even make people think about Marvel. But yeah, dude, I just, I absolutely love this movie because to me, like I thought it was, it was really cool, dude. Like, I'm thinking now, because my first choice, I'm going to say was Tom Holland, right? Mm -hmm. 
but I'm like Tom Holland. Granted, it's like I, I cannot think of any multicultural actor who would respect the origin of being Japanese and American, right? So Tom Holland, I thought like like he can play the tough guy, but he also has like comedic chops. I thought about Chris Chris Hemsworth, uh, but then like honestly. He's just like hyper European. He's just like the ultimate European dude. So I couldn't buy him either. So as I'm thinking about it, you guys may not be familiar with Steven Yoon from uh, Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. uh, he was supposed to be Sentry. I feel like less respect that the uh, the heritage of Buckaroo Banzai. I feel like Steven Yoon is just a crazy good actor and he could pull it off. So that's who I would pick. All the other, there's just so many people like... Uh, Jeff Goldblum was in the movie as like a cowboy, you know, just there's so many people. So the extraneous actors, man, whatever, you know, but I like to see Steven Yoon lead Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, I, I think Steven Yoon would be a really good choice for that. Um, or uh, what's his name? Um, Kumar or Harold and Kumar. What's his name? Uh, John Choi. He would, he'd be pretty good too. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know if you know this, but Kevin Smith, uh, was writing a script for a rebooted Buckaroo Banzai. And uh, I think COVID killed all that, but it was, it was in the works. He was super stoked about it because he's a huge fan and it just got to be too much. And, you know, with not enough going on in the world, it got scrapped. So who knows, maybe one day it'll come back. Do you yeah. think he got scrapped after he wrote He-Man? No. Hmm. No. Did he write the newest He-Man? He yep. did. Okay. I watched that one. It was good. because everybody it was, was hyping terrible. it. Terrible. Okay, somewhere between terrible and it was good <laughs> is where I'm sitting. It was just okay. Yeah, it was terrible. But they're set. They're setting up like the next chapter, and man, that's going to be garbage. Yeah, like the, the, there's a new chapter that came out. I haven't even watched it because the last one was like, "Come on, dude." Yeah, the first one was Revolution. Yeah, this one's Revelations. There's another one that which, just came out. Yeah, yeah, the newest one's Revelations. And I watched that it? one. It's yeah, I think so. Yeah, Alfonso, was that it? That's it. I yeah. thought it was like third one that came out. No, I don't think the third one's uh, come out yet. No, the know. third one's coming, bro. The, at the end of the second one, they basically talked about they they kind of gave you an idea of what the third one was. So I did the Joe and I looked it up on YouTube to figure out what they were talking <laughs> about, and I was like, ah, Hordak. Yeah, she was, yeah. She was <laughs> yeah, She-Ra's coming. It's like the way they're doing. It. I mean, hey, maybe that's the original origin of She-Ra, but it was it was just cool to see that He Man and Tila got together finally. Because you know, it's like you wanted that. You're growing up the whole time. You want that while you're watching the original. And I never wanted that ever in my what? in my entire life. I never wanted, wanted that. that. And why is she suddenly the daughter of the sorceress? Like, when a, did that happen? In the very last episode of the original mm -hmm. He Man series. Really? Yes. Dang. I don't really remember that. I thought that was something that Kevin Smith yeah. You know what? Nope. You know what, Alfonso? You don't have to like stand for your boy <laughs> Kevin Smith, okay? Hey, hey, I'm just defending the source material at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh getting but dude, I don't want Kevin Smith touching Buckaroo Banzai. No way. There, there's been nothing that Kevin Smith has made that um Sorry, Alfonso. There's been nothing Kevin Smith has made that I've ever said, wow, I want to watch that. And if I did watch it, I've never said, wow, I want to watch that again. Mm -hmm. This is true. Yeah. It's okay. We can agree to disagree. We can agree to disagree. Yeah. Sometimes we do that and we just move on yes. and we still love each other. So it's all good. I digress. <laughs> all I know is if we run into McCon. I'm getting with them, and you guys are taking the picture for me. Hey, I'm oh, down. Definitely, get, definitely. And I'm going to eat every sure. word I said and be cheesing <laughs> in every selfie. I love you, Kevin Smith. <laughs> I would be like, hey, nice shot when He-Man. Oh, dear. <laughs> Joe's going to be like, yeah, I like how you tied in the last episode of He-Man into your show. Yeah, you know, like I, I, I like how some people just don't know Tila and how the sorceress do that was the mother and the daughter. I like how you brought that source material in to let people know that people didn't know that it was that happened at the end of He Man, the original series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Want taking his picture? (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. So uh, now, now that I found a way to insult one of Alfonso's uh, favorite creators, Alfonso, what do you got coming in for us? Uh, For number three, uh, at the beginning of the show, I always like to give a little quote from something, giving you a little foreshadowing of what's going to happen. I went ahead and said. Warriors come out and play. So, uh, my last choice is 1979's The Warriors. All right. So, back in the early 70s, when you had all these gangs and everybody was, you know, it was, it was, it was an interesting time, right? You had disco, you had rap, you had, you, everything was kind of coming together. Um, so, it was a different time. All right. So, this Warriors, I would want to actually have it take place in a post apocalyptic world where everything has gone down. You have no more internet. You have no more, you know, the cities are in disarray and you've got these gangs that are keeping their little areas safe. So, it's like they still have to do the same thing, cross through all these gangland territories safely. And I think the only way to be able to pull that off is in a post apocalyptic world. Um, and and the, the the possibilities in this are endless. Of course, you're going to have the warriors, the guys who have to get from point A to point B. And there's no reason why you couldn't bring back that the gang, the Baseball Furies, because they're timeless, right? Um, but I did come up with some other ones, right? Because uh, it does take place like in the New York area. Why not have, you know, everybody's gangs after a street, right? Have Wall Street, Wall Street, a bunch of guys dressed up like American Psycho, right? <laughs> you would have um, the Goths, right? A bunch of you know Goth guys, and and you know they have all their they're, you know, little spikes and metal and everything, you know, that'd be a tough one to go against. The LARPers, yeah. right? You got a bunch of guys that are, you know, dressed up like Conan the Barbarian, but they've got real swords because they found them, you know, and they sharpened them up. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Vikings, you know, you got to have Vikings, right? So, I mean, there's there's so many different gangs you guys could just add to that. You could have a basketball team, you could have a football team, you could have a hockey team, right? They're, the possibilities are endless, you know? Uh, you could have, there could be the Nerd World Order gang, right? Three mm-hmm. of us right there on top of the hill, and we got all our nerds, and they're pushing up their glasses. Going, come on, guys, let's get them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's a really cool idea. I'm not a fan of the Warriors. That's another one of those movies where I'm like, I can't remember why they ended up needing to go through like every neighborhood, right? But it's another one of those where I'm like, how about y'all just stay where you're at, and in the morning. Once the sun comes up, then you try to go home. You ain't got well, no got, job. Uh, they got framed. Yeah. And so, like, the gangs were huge, dude. Like, right. yeah. you watch the movie, right? It's, you ain't yeah. hiding anywhere, bro. Like, yeah. they're going to find you. So you have no choice but to keep running. And if you go into the oh, day, okay. you're just going to be more easily spot, mm-hmm. spotted, right? Yeah. And they were just so, trying to get home. It was the only safe place for them to That's do. why I think, like, oh. you'd you, you you'd have to do it, like, back in that time period. I don't think you could do it in today's – I mean, the – they get those little rental scooters. <laughs> you know what I mean? They got different different ways for you to get around. You know what I mean? Like cars everywhere. It seemed in that where they were at, there was like no, it was always empty. Yeah. It was late yeah. at night and no one was in the streets. Right. Yeah. I, I think the po- the post-apocalyptic thing would be cool because you could still have scooters, but the mm-hmm. roads would be all like jacked yeah. up. Right. And like people would like hit potholes and they'd fly. Mm-hmm. It could be cool. It could be <laughs> real cool, man. There could be the rent a scooter gang, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Lime, weren't those called limes? Limes, those yeah, there's, yeah. There's a bunch of different ones. Yeah, they're yeah. bunch of them now. I think lime went out of business. I don't see those anymore. Yeah, yeah. Did they Remember still have those Shout out to Cavi. Yeah. Remember Cavi yeah. worked for Lime that one year at the Comic Con? He's like, hey, yeah. you guys ever need these? Yeah. Oh. I, yeah, he, dude. Those were for one Comic Con and one Comic Con only. Mm-hmm. Everybody was using them. Now yeah. it's like so so a little bit, but not mm-hmm. like it was that year. That year yeah. was crazy year. No, yeah. it was. And yeah. that that preview night, I, what I did was I parked as close as I could without paying, and I rented one of those things and I rode it all the way over to the con. We got got there pretty quick. It was pretty pretty sweet. But once you got into the um, downtown San Diego area there was like a shutoff point so they wouldn't work in there so you had to leave it there and you know hoof it wow. the rest of the way which isn't wasn't too bad but when i had to leave for some reason my directions took me a different direction and i had to go over a bridge all right going up the bridge i'm not a, i'm not a small guy it was a little bit of a struggle i had a couple of swag bags with me 
going down the bridge was the scariest thing I've ever lived through in my entire life. I had the speed wobbles, right? I could picture myself face planting, my glasses going everywhere. But, you know, and I had my swag bags. I couldn't drop the swag bags, man. There was some X-Men stuff in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I made it. I survived and persevered. <laughs> yes. I was going to ask you, like, it, those things just never seem very safe to me. You know, so I imagine if you're on flat ground, nope. they're okay. But downhill, no, thank you. Oh, I rode the brake the whole way. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, all those uh, different gangs you described, those would be good. I get rid of the Furies just because I, I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I wouldn't want to try to reproduce anything sure. that was in there previously. So, like all the other gangs you mentioned, were like super cool. You know, having like maybe a football gang or something like that, change it up a little bit, like an homage to the Furies. But you right. know, now they're football teams. That'd be pretty cool. That's what, a that's a good choice, man. What what uh, gangs would you guys put in there? Uh, let's see here. I like the Wall Streets definitely. Uh, it's well, funny because you you say that there's no technology, right? Uh, but I would want to see something where they're kind of like cyberpunk. Yeah. Where like maybe they had um they were chasing them with drones, you know, so like you have this group that never leaves the building, like they just stay in a building, but right. then they have drones and they're like dropping stuff like broken glass and stuff on them out of the right. drones. They got a generator, dude. That yeah, that's sick. I like that. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Joe? You got one? Um, so like a kung fu group, yeah, artist. Yeah, because no. I think that would be like a dope fight scene. Yeah, everybody's got the nunchucks and the in the in the bow staffs. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like size. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, all the teenage Ninja Turtles represented, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think it'd be cool if someone actually died, like because oh. you know you've got these martial artists. Like one of the warriors dies because they're fighting martial artists, and then all the others just run away. Right, right. You know that'd be dope. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, Joe, it's time for you to take us home, my bro. Uh, mine is, um, for some reason, I did all the movies in the 80s. Um, the Beastmaster with uh, Mark Singer. It was dope. Uh, a guy that could communicate with animal, animals. I thought that was pretty cool. Like what he had, like a, I think he had a tiger, a bear, bird Fair. too, I want to say. Fair. Yeah, I, I remember the ferret. Ferret. Yeah, ferret. It was a ferret, right? But yeah, so pretty much is like this high priest, um, this witch told him that the king's son will be the one that takes him down. So he tries to have him killed. And eventually he doesn't get killed, but he has the ability to talk to animals, which is pretty cool. So he ends up winning. But I thought it was pretty cool because he had Mark Singer. And then oh, I can't remember her name, dude. She was like in every 80s and 90 movies is like the sex, the sexy girl in all those movies, dude. What was her name? You got me. I want to say Shannon. No, Tanya Roberts. Oh. Yeah. So back in the day, dude, she was a, a hottie in a lot of movies, man. She was yeah. dope. So for me, I know there's some younger actors for some reason. If I'm looking at someone that's similar to Mark Singer, it'd be Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> right because he's like he grows hair long he's in good shape dude he still looks young yeah. you know and then um the girl that played kiri could be um <laughs> sydney sweeney <laughs> i think she's hot so i mean i think she'd be good like the the blonde and danzo in distress you know what did I she play? play uh she played one of the slaves but which actress are you talking about the one in madam web Sydney Sweeney, she played. Um, oh, dude, you love you some scene. Sydney. Hey, Sweeney. I just gotta say it, bro. Like, I think she'd be good at it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then the older dude, I don't know, man. Jack Nicholson, I don't know, man. I don't even know if he acts anymore. I'm gonna once again say I don't think I ever watched Beastmaster. Wasn't there like three Beastmaster sequels too? Like at least yeah. two. Yeah, but they they don't yeah. count. Yeah, but those oh. were in those days, like in the '80s and '90s, bro. Whenever they did sequels, man. You, they wouldn't have the same actor, and it was too. Oh. I think that you know, in hindsight, I, I would think they probably read the script and be like, you know what, dude, this <laughs> it's ain't gonna be good, and then just said, <laughs> you know, they find somebody else. Right. Okay. Okay. I like. 
I've heard of Beastmaster, and sometimes I'll talk to people, and they're like, oh, Beastmaster was such a good movie. So I know it's a good movie, but I don't know why. I just, I think, like, you know, back when I was at the video store, I feel like that movie was always stolen. You know, remember how people <laughs> rent movies and never bring them back? I'm pretty sure Beastmaster was a never bring them back movie. So maybe that's why I didn't see it. Hey, you know who would be good for the old guy? Uh, Robert Patrick, you know, from Terminator 2. Also, he was recently in, in Reacher. And- uh, yeah, that's a good cast. Yeah. yeah, Robert Patrick is, that dude's on fire. Yeah. As far as like portraying the old guy who everybody hates. Right. You know, because he was in uh, Peacemaker as well. Yep. And the Reacher. Too. He was good in Reacher too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, he's one of those guys who, like, I don't think he got much respect after T2, you know, because I feel like he didn't have a lot of roles. He was in Wayne's World, too. Have you seen this boy? Yeah, yeah, I think it was reprise of, like, a shout-out to his Terminator role. Yeah, Yeah. it was. He really hasn't done anything since. Right? And now he... Yeah. Now he's like, boom, boom. I see him in two Mm -hmm. things, and I'm like, I don't like this guy. But I like his acting, you know? Right. It's perfect. He's yeah. a guy you don't want to like. You yeah. love to hate. That's a good, yeah, that's a good choice, Alfonso. Um, I cannot agree with Matthew McConaughey, bro. You were on fire. <laughs> you were like, pow, pow, pow. I was like, oh, Joe needs to be a producer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to find like, a, what's another young actor? You know what I mean? Dude, Hemsworth. Hemsworth would be an awesome Beastmaster. Oh, you know what, dude? I forgot about him. Or even Reacher. Dude, Reacher with it. I don't know, man. But those two dudes, I've seen them like, I don't know, dude. They're just, for me, that's like the type of characters that the player, I can't see them playing Beastmaster. <laughs> it's hard to I sit would... here and think of a man in a, in a loincloth, you know? Yeah. Is it, though? Um, seriously, though, um, I could see Hemsworth. For me, uh, the guy who plays Reacher that dude's just too big yeah to be, to be anything you know <laughs> he'd be conan yeah dude he would yeah he's just too big to like i would feel like he would just walk on the screen and just smash anything like he'd put a chokehold on his tiger you know so chris chris hemsworth i'll take that one yeah i'll take that one too yeah definitely this has been a very fun conversation, guys, because it's kind of like a walk down memory lane. However, we're introducing uh, new ways to look at it, bringing it into the 20 and 24. So this has been really awesome. So, Joe, this was a great idea. This is Joe's idea. Uh, you know, he was like, hey, guys, uh, we need to come up with something fresh and original. And I am fresh and original. That's not what he said, but that's what he meant. So, yeah. Yeah, dude, this is a great topic. I hope we do more things like this in the future. And this concludes this episode of the Nerdville Order broadcast. So until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerdville Order, I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds redefined. Booyah! Booyah!